Due to the ignorance of our host, parental discretion is advised. Welcome back to the other side of the beehive. It's your weekly boys. Yeah, episode one fifty six. We're here, and uh, dude, I, I almost say we're here, and you know how the other thing goes. Uh, we're, yeah, we can't say that anymore. No, you can't. No, we'll say get that canceled. Anymore. We'll get canceled. Yeah. No, anyway. I think you can just say that word. Mm, I don't think we. There's can. There's a TV show with that on. The Q one. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but I don't think we're. I don't think we can. Uh. That's never mind. <laughs> Hey, do you want to start over? <laughs> I just, for some reason, when I said it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I can't say that. But anyway, so uh, 156 today, yeah. we have a special guest, uh, Johan the Judge Rubio. Oh, the Judge, the Judge, man. How yes, long sir. have you had that? Uh, not long. I think it's been like a fight or two. Now that I've had that kind of nickname. Did you give so. it to yourself? You can't do that, right? Somebody has to give it to you, right? No, yeah. So I had like a, an old nickname, like when I first joined my gym. Uh, just one of the, It was like one guy that called me the name. Uh, he called me Cherub. Cherub, Because I was huh? like 17 because like I was a baby. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great pumpkin song, by the way. <laughs> that's a great so podcast name. He was, he was the only person that called me that, and uh, it never stuck or anything like that. But then... We're like, dude, we got to catch, like, get something, like, catchy, you know? Yeah. And uh, since I'm a law enforcement officer, right. um, the judge kind of, like, matched the whole, uh, um, do you guys, have you ever seen Judge Dredd? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that movie. Sylvester right? Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Come on, man. <laughs> Didn't that also have uh, Wesley Snipes no, in it? No, that's, oh, uh, that was, uh, that, was that was Demolition, Demolition Man. man. Yeah, did, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So no, yeah. So it just kind of oh, it kind of worked all together. So it was it was good, and then it was something that I could like promote and stuff. So. Nice, nice. Is that usually how it works? Like you can't give yourself your name? Yeah, you can't give yourself that. Really? I, from what I hear. So I mean, what if you get it? You're like, well, I don't like that. So the, so there have been guys. Uh, what if like I'm like Angel UFC Chicken guys. Wings? I'm like, <laughs> I know, dude. But it's like some of the greatest ones, like the Axe Murderer. What? The, that's one of the greatest nicknames ever, right? Yeah. Who gave him that? Or do you think? I'm the axe murderer because nobody tells Wanderlei Silva. Nah, you can't have that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There have been some guys. Oh, I can't remember his name. The Emperor Fedor. I mean, yeah. Well, he's. I mean, he's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you hang out with Putin, you kind of. I didn't know. I didn't know that's how it works. I thought it was, it's kind of like your your uh, your writing belt, right? Yeah. So you can just go yeah. ahead and buy it. Right. Someone's got to give it to you. Because uh, you know we've had uh, Eric Iman on here. Oh. Quite a few times, a good friend of ours. Um, he didn't, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his Gary. name? Gary gave him yeah. the silverback, right? Silverback, yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy. Don't mind me. You? Yeah, the uh, coconut. The coconut. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Angel, the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you came on here, we'll, we'll get into the fight biz here in a bit. Uh, when I told Angel. 
mm-hmm. that you were going to come on the podcast, he says, huh. And so there's a long pause. I says, what? And I said, I beat him up one time. Just yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, Even beat, look, I was like, beat, holy shit. Pull this up for me, would you? Gotcha. Maybe this will ring a bell for you right here. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was here. Uh, that, yeah, that was here. That was outside. That was by, uh, in the, uh, the backyard. Yeah. Uh, you a good looking young man. Yeah, right there. dude. <laughs> Look at that. Retro Futura. Yeah. So, so it's, it's actually, I didn't even think about it. It's the, I got the hoodie. Um, so Nestor. Yeah. Nestor. He's, he's my best friend. And I knew you look familiar. And there you go. See, and I was doing that with him, but we never met though. So he was like, I, and he just asked me uh, before he went and got you. He was like, "So you ever met this guy?" I'm like, "No, I, because you dealt more with Nestor, right?" Yeah, yeah. But I, I, uh, he says, "Good luck, everything yeah. but the, you're nothing but the best." And uh, and I say, "Hey, guess guess who's uh, he, he, I actually said, "Guess who's coming to the uh, the podcast?" An MMA fighter, and he was like, "Rubio." I was like, "Yeah, how did you know?" Good guess. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, tell him, tell him, yeah, tell him. I wish him nothing but the best. And he actually painted that. Bottom one and, and this one right here. He's into painting nowadays. This, he gets, one, this one right here. He gets oh, okay. uh he smokes that devil's lettuce. That devil's lettuce. He gets creative. He gets to paint. No <laughs> <laughs> good for him. But anyway, are you excited? Are you pumped? Are you nervous? Are you what? So right now, I can't wait to get in there. Yeah, really. I'd fight tonight if I could. You oh, know. Wow. Um, you I, know, nerves. Nerves definitely set in. Mm-hmm. If my my coach has always said like. Uh, if you don't get nervous, then you're not prepared. Either okay. one, you're too confident, or two, you're already like thinking like, ah, I'm probably gonna lose. So there's nothing to be nervous kind of about. Yeah. Right. So nerves is good. Uh, that'll probably settle in really the day of, like mm-hmm. right before. But that's when you kind of control yourself, control the adrenaline and everything. So uh, fierce fighting championship, eighteen, right? Um, January twenty ninth yes, over sir. the Maverick Center. Um, a short notice fight, right? You got a change of opponents within the last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Change of opponents, you know, change of weight twice. Because it was supposed to be originally at 170 right. against Salas. And uh, then we got caught wind that he probably wasn't going to make weight. And Ooh. honestly, I was like, I don't care. I'll fight him at 85. I'll fight him at 205. I, I, I just want to fight, you know? And uh, so we bumped it up to 185. And then he had to pull out for whatever reason. And so... They were like scrambling to get me another opponent, and Cody down there, he's super good, super mm-hmm. like he's super connected, and so he had a couple of opponents in mind, and uh, nothing but the you know freaking props to Will for yeah. taking the fight on short notice. I I respect the guy for that, and he seems like a tough dude, so it'll be a fun fight. What does what does that come into play? Where does that make you a little bit nervous? Because you've probably, I mean, how long have you known before your first opponent? Before having to switch opponents, I mean, you had a good month or so, right? Before you knew, I actually just found out this last week that we got switched opponents. But, but before that, how long have you been training for oh, Salas? Probably like a month, month and a half between that. I, I figured I was going to fight, but we hadn't signed contracts yet. But they were like, "Hey, prepare! Like, you're probably going to end up fighting this dude." And right. So it's been like a month and a half. Wow. So uh, how does he go? And you guys could you know, answer this for me. When it comes, obviously, we know the work that goes when it comes to you have to make weight. So you have to drop weight, basically. But if you, and like in your case, if you have a uh, uh, an opponent now that's like, well, there's no way he's going to make it. And now you go, well, I'll, I'll meet him, like you say, uh, 185. Do you just 
eat all the shit you see or or i mean is there, is there like a, a strategy to do this or yeah so for like a day when i found out i was fighting like at 185 i was like all right i'm gonna pizza put roll. some more McDonald's. <laughs> there we go it's like i'll eat some more potatoes eat some more pasta like you know carb up and i was like no reason to starve myself now if i'm yeah, waking yeah. up on weight you know right and then they're like all right you're going back to 170 i was like oh Oh man! Whoops! God, <laughs> oh, that sucks. So, so was the I? I always get fascinated with 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 the process till the day off. Like the day off, like it's it's gonna be next weekend. Mm-hmm. When you when you wake up, do you wake up already in a different state of mind, or do you just wake up as like this is just another day, and my mind doesn't change until I'm about to walk out, or or no? Or do you so- just wake up, you're like, it's time to get, you know, <laughs> beat the shit out of somebody. Or it's, a, it's a pretty it's a pretty fun. Uh, I think the morning's pretty pretty fun because I wake up and I'm like, damn, I'm going to get in a fist fight tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, no ifs, ands, or buts. Oh, like, yeah. like, you can, uh, I mean, like, you can go out with your friends to a bar and, you know, like, yeah. if you see some guys kind of hassling you or whatever, then you'll be like, oh, I might be in a fight, you know? Yeah. Like, these guys are being kind of dicks. Right. But, uh, like, w- like, when you wake up and you're like, no, I am getting into a fight tonight. Like, yeah. that's cool. That's a cool feeling. I have to say, for a fighter, you got a nice set of teeth on you, man. Yeah, no <laughs> Those fuckers are beautiful. Congratulations. <laughs> that means you're going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> you got a nice mouthpiece, I would assume, right? <laughs> yeah, I've had, a, I've had to use, like, the Invisaligns or whatever. Oh, okay. I actually had my jaw cracked when I first joined my gym. One of the professional fighters freaking oh. caught me with the hook, cracked my jaw, like, disaligned my jaw a little bit. Ooh. I was like, ugh, no. Um. Elite performance, yes, sir. Uh, with Jeremy Horn. Um, you guys probably don't know. Um, Jeremy Horn is a, the a real pioneer of the sport. Do me a favor, pull up Jeremy Horn's record. Tell me a good fighter who you know who you would assume has a, a really good record, like like uh, like right now. Yeah, anybody, anybody. Like, oh, uh, that guy did well in his career. Oh, my hero was uh, Anderson Silva. Pretty good, pretty good career, right? Pretty good record. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, this one's gonna beat it. This you just wait. You you want to talk about a real pioneer of MMA? I mean, Jeremy Horn is like a staple of what built MMA, and for, and I, I can only imagine what it's like to work under him. And and he manages from what I what I hear, right? Yes, yeah. So Jeremy's like he's uh, like my second dad. So he's awesome. Ninety ninety two and. 22, for God's sakes. Oh, Jesus. So Anderson Silva was, what, 20, 24? And, really? You know, what, I can't remember how many, how now, many losses he Now, now I know that he's here, but has he been, has he always been a local, or, or he'd moved he moved here? He moved here. Uh, he spent a, a lot of the time now in his life here, but um, I don't think he was born here. Like uh, No, he had trained out in, like, Iowa. Iowa, that's right. A couple other places, train Matt Hughes, yeah. like, yeah. and this isn't this isn't even all his fights. He's had no. over 170 oh, yeah. pro fights. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! What uh, what an opportunity, and what and what a uh, what a mind to pick when it comes to uh, to fighting. Um, I I did a little bit of jujitsu way back in the day when he opened the first elite performance downtown, like Ninth South, and I was just in awe. To just to be around him, he didn't didn't say two words to me, but still, I knew who he was. You know, we're talking two thousand and five. So, but uh, what a what a great mind to work under, and what a great guy to work with. Yeah, he's his the way he thinks about things and his analogies, and when he puts it all together with jujitsu and everything else is pretty astounding. He's he's a very smart man, uh, not just in the fight world, but just like in general in life. Like he's 
He's he's awesome. He's is a he a military guy? No, no, he wasn't. He no, just but he trains a lot of he's... he trains a lot of military and law enforcement, and they've actually like taken him. I think he went to like Ireland, and he trained like their like uh, military and some other wow. places like that. And so, at this point in your career, when when you're a law enforcement officer, do you mm. just are you just like begging for someone to get saucy with you? <laughs> like, come on, dude, just try me. And no, like, here I'll put the, I'll put this away, <laughs> and then like come get me. No, you, you. I mean, nobody ever wants to fight like on duty, like because that's that's like the real world, like that's dangerous, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I do like the fact that I'm trained proficient enough that. I'm not afraid of confrontation. Your, conf- you've, your confidence is probably at yeah. all time. And it helps. Especially this guy pulls you over with these good looking ears oh, and this yeah, beautiful smile. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, here's my Listen, shit. I'll go to, go ahead. I'll go to his window and give him my, my driver license. It's like, you don't need to get out. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. but it's a, it's a great deterrent. Um, being, having like that authoritative figure and being like confident. Mm. And then not only just like, being able to go and be next to your friends and being like, all right, well, we can handle this situation. Right. Oh, there's a bunch of dudes fighting. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'll be fine. Like, have, have you ever, always done martial arts? Um, so I, I wrestled for about six years. When I was like 12, that's when I started. Mm-hmm. And then I've been doing MMA for about eight. So more than half my life. Nice. Nice. How old are you, if you don't mind asking? 26. Ooh, you're you're fucking, you're right there, man. Yeah. Um, going through your record, I was very impressed. Uh, your AMI record is outstanding. Thank you. Um, and then you're undefeated as a pro fighter already. You're so gonna far. have two and zero oh after the 29th, right? <laughs> That's Shout what out. we hope for. That's right. So, uh, congratulations on Thank you. On, a, on a great path. All right, I think you uh, uh, you're in the right spot. And 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 what a what a great place to be in. Uh, Utah's a hotbed yeah. for MMA right now. And a lot of people don't know about it. Um, but it just keeps getting better and better and better. And fierce fighting championship is is uh, their next level. I mean, there's mm-hmm. that's a that's a farm league ba- basically, right? Yeah. So I like to think of uh, like the professional MMA world is like there's like a lower level pro, mid level pro, and like high level pro. Right. I think right now I'm starting off in the low level pro because you know I just had one professional fight and this mm-hmm. is my second one. Um, fierce is definitely the promotion that can help me get to like the mid to higher level pros, right? uh, where I'm hopefully one day, uh, you know, the main event or a co-main event on like these shows Fair. as a professional. Cause I've been a main event for them as an amateur. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing that as a professional, it gets you that publicity and people start looking your way, like big promotions, like the UFC, Bellator, uh, Ryzen, stuff like that. So right. I think they'll, they'll definitely help me get there. Nice. This card's pretty good too. This, this card's got a lot of big names on it. If you if you're an MMA nut and you really know your shit, there's UFC vets, Bellator vets. There's uh there's a champion one FC guys on there. It's it's a it's a pretty good card. Yeah, the one that I was bummed that got scrapped was a uh, Jan. Oh, that's right. Uh, mm. You know, I love Jan. He's a good dude and kind of sucks. And hopefully his injury heals his quickly and stuff but um i was super excited to see him back in there because it's been a minute yeah how long have you been a police officer um almost four years four years mm-hmm. are you uh you a sheriff or are you a uh no i'm a city guy. city cop mm-hmm. nice how do you like that it's good it's busy it's good. <laughs> i can imagine so yeah you never know what you're gonna get every day right yeah especially the last two years a little extra busy you i can know? only imagine so so mind if i ask you guys yeah dating 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I don't know what questions I can ask. So I was like, so, so I know you don't have a microphone, but what are you, is it, is it more, is it more pro- problematic for you to know that he fights or know that he's a cop? She's a cop. Oh, you're a cop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're all going to jail. Good, good. <laughs> good thing I got Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only one I'll have, I guess. <laughs> you know, but so how, how's, uh, how's uh, work when it comes to this? Do they just have, oh, take all the time of the world? Or it's like, hey, you have to follow this schedule. But No, so so my department's really good because I have a couple of uh, collateral spots that I do as well. Meaning that my my only job isn't to just be a police officer out on the streets. I do other collateral positions. Mm -hmm. And so they're pretty good at working with me and changing my schedule a little bit if I need to. Mm -hmm. Um, But usually for the most part, whenever I'm training up for a fight, like I just kind of kind of suck it up you know yeah injuries and everything and you're bruised and beaten and tired <laughs> can you imagine he pulls you over and he's got a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> swollen black eye and you're like what the hell <laughs> what happened to you last arrest it, talk about intimidation man like, <laughs> fuck did, did you grow up around here yeah so i grew up in like taylorsville kearns area okay so utah native yeah very nice are you, yeah, nice. La- are you latino mm-hmm. from where mexico Oh, nice. Uh, hey, go get us some drinks, too. We got to talk it up. I'm just kidding. Uh, do you speak fluent Spanish? Yeah. My oh, parents yeah. were super good about that. Oh, really? Know. Are they from here? or Mexico. Obviously, Mexico. What part of Mexico? Uh, La Paz. It's like two hours above Cabo. Ooh. That's good. You nice area. Know, you're not going. You're going to Cancun now. No, we scratched that. We're going to the Yucatan now. No shit. Yeah, we are. That's where I'm from. Nice. Yucatan Peninsula. Are you serious? Yeah. I t- they were like... Uh, the wife made a great point. She's like, I want to go to Mexico. I don't want to sit in a fucking hotel and drink. We could do that at home. We could yeah. do that at the Ramada Inn and fucking, you know, West Valley. That's what we want to do. <laughs> hey, that's where I went for my honeymoon. Sit <laughs> a pool and fucking and drink. So I was like, you know what triggered it was Quinn. Yeah. All those pictures, I'm like, well, why wouldn't we want to go yeah. there? So the the couple that we're going with, we, we talked him into it. Oh, so cool. that's where we're going to head. Hell yeah. So I'm excited I'm for pretty, you. I'm pretty stoked. I always want people to go to my hometown. They're like, where are you going to go? I was like, I don't know. I said Angel would take care of us. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't do cocaine anymore. I'm like, no, it's okay. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> <out> the question. <laughs> yeah, so never mind. <laughs> Fuck him, right? <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, so we have a, we have a friend, another podcast that just went there, but he, he's been to Mexico many times. Yeah. But he just happened to go to my hometown and he was like to, to Mayan ruins and all that stuff. So he was nice. like, taking pictures and yeah. How often do you go back? So I just went back for Christmas and stuff, but that was the first time I went back in like five years. Really? Yeah. It had been a minute. It was nice. But dude, last time I was there for 2015. That's a long time. Yeah. Fucking up, bud. Well, we're planning on April, maybe May. So oh, okay. Okay. We'll see. Did you grow up around here? New York. Oh man! Wow, there's everywhere. What Brian, a, where'd you grow up? Just kidding. What a what a what a change of pace. Utah to New York, from New York to Utah. Wow, huh? It's crazy. Did you? Um, I was gonna. I was just gonna. Now that you said Jeremy Horn, I was gonna ask something. I just completely lost it. Sorry about that. My bad. <laughs> I just totally lost it. I was like, like I've had it this whole time. And I was like. Mm, it's gone. <laughs> so, so uh, what's what would you say is your uh, primary fighting? Uh, what's what's that? What's the heavy gun in your arsenal? I'm a grappler. You're a grappler, at heart, but I love to stand up and really strike with people. I don't know if you guys went to the Fierce show at the Maverick Center last time, but I had a pretty tough opponent. His name was Casey Radner. Yeah. 
dude's a Muay Thai freaking expert. He's good. He's a good dude. Um, and for whatever reason, I decided to stand and bang with him. And that dude's stand up was good. <laughs> it, was, it was good. <laughs> was that the game plan? No. No. He kind of threw me off because he started off with trying to take me down. Oh, no shit. And I just defended it the whole time. And I was like, ah, he can't take me down. Now we're going to stand up and bang. And then it was just kind of like he would look at me like, oh, you can't hang. But I'm like, I can hang. So then we'd start banging. And his volume was just so high that it was so good. But every time I connected, every time I cracked him, I could see, like, the lights flickering. Like, Mm. you know? So I was like, I can put him to sleep, but I just got to hit him with clean shots. But his volume was just so intense. It was just ongoing. He's a tough dude. It was a good fight. It was a a very fun one. Wow. So after after you're done with... uh, the match after you winner when does that uh adrenaline wear off wears off um is it right there like once you you know they raise your hand you're like okay now i can just yeah it's or, almost like a, you can now relax like all right it's over um just kind of go in the back uh shower get changed do whatever you're gonna do and then just go out and have some drinks. Nice. <laughs> He's got some cotton yeah. candy like we did. Eat some fucking shit food, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How often do you, is there is there a, a, a like a certain period of time or when do you fight? I mean, like how, how many fights you have a year, or it's just no, you it's just get? it's just kind of like whenever they can come up, right? So, and you know the problem with like MMA and having it be such a tough sport is that injuries kind of come up and mm-hmm. you're like okay I'm going to plan to fight in May but then you'll like hurt your ankle or your knee and then you got to push it back and or like COVID hits right and then yeah. you got to scrap the fight like I was supposed to fight last year in February and the fight got the whole card got scrapped right. a day before weigh-ins Ooh. I drowned my sorrows with pizza and beer so <laughs> that night it was <laughs> I have to <laughs> And, nice. Yeah, and so like it, it just kind of depends, and I would like to fight more often. You know, every other month or every three months would be nice. But you know, finding an opponent and finding those cards that are worth it and stuff like that. Every other month, that would be nice. God damn, damn, dude, damn, that'd be cool. So, what about when you're not fighting? Are you just like fuck it? I'm gonna do whatever, or you're just, or you're gonna. I'm going to still go to the gym or still eat healthy or... Yeah, so I still train. Definitely, yeah. definitely... Still sharpen the good tools. food, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, uh, but definitely sharpen the tools. And, you know, the, the big thing is that my coach doesn't really believe in fight camps. Like, they, everybody talks about a fight camp and they're like, right. hey, this is your set time that you have to prepare for this fight. My coach doesn't believe in that. Mm. He thinks he should train all year round, right? And so if you're doing that, then you can fight basically when you can, right? When you're not hurt and stuff. And um, so it's just, it's just one of those things that you just got to always be prepared for and keep going to the gym. And not only that, but your partners and your friends are also fighting. So you have to be there to help them because they're there helping you, right? Prepare for your fights. So you should be there helping them prepare that. Pretty smart as a come up fighter because I mean, it's it's proofs in the pudding, right? People drop out of fights all the time, right? So if you're always ready, you can always slide into good position. So yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting from Will, you know, just being a guy that always trains, that's prepared for this fight. Someone that took it on short notice, but I'm expecting a fully, uh, like a grade A fighter. That's what I, that's what I'm mentally prepared for. This is the guy you're fighting. Yes. So he's a two and O Amy, two and O pro. Yeah, I don't really know much about his record, don't you? honestly. Don't you? <laughs> yep, and watched any of his fights. Yeah, watched, watched on two of them on YouTube, and he seems like he's not scared to get hit, and he's willing to get in your face and brawl a bit. And um, 
I don't really, I didn't see a whole lot of grappling in there. So, I mean, I'm just going to expect him to be on his A game yeah. and have a good grappling game, good wrestling, and a good stand up. Where so. does he train out of? Syndicate. Syndicate? MMA. Oh, okay. Does the record mean anything to you? Or it, it, you just say you don't know, but you don't care? Or Yeah, so yes and no, right? So you can have a guy that's 6 and 0, oh, mm-hmm. but he's been fighting scrubs. Right. Okay. So it right. could be, you know, I mean, he's still getting in there and he's still, you know, kicking ass, whatever. Um, but that doesn't mean a whole lot to me at the end of the day. What matters is when I show up, how is he of a fighter? You know, it's just me and him. But isn't, isn't that like, doesn't that backfire at one point? Because you don't, you don't necessarily know how he fights per se. Well, we do a little bit of research like that, but I, I try not to play too into like what his records like. Okay. You know, if he's three and zero, it's not. It's not like I'm like, oh man, he's undefeated. Like, like I gotta really, you know, yeah, be yeah. careful with that. Like, it's just one of those things that yeah, he's three and zero. He's gonna be a tough dude. And yeah, I you gotta get ready for it. Some of the greatest fighters in the world, they've all been three and zero at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. And then, like, you, you look at dudes like Dustin Poirier or, like, you know, like, oh guys that... Someone just got an erection. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that's, my, that's my boy. But, like, but like guys that have had losses in the past, like, yeah. you know? Oh. And granted, he lost to very good dudes, but at some point in his early career, he lost to guys, and then he went on to become UFC champion. Yep. So losses don't mean anything, you know? It's just something that you can learn from. So everybody's bound to lose at some point. How often do you train? I try to train about four to six times a week. So you do give yourself some rest in between? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely learned that I don't recover overnight like so I used not, to. Not seven <laughs> days a week? No. So I'll do like uh, lifting and cardio about six days a week. And on top of that, another four to six days of training on top of that. It's just kind of depends did question guess that, that's a good question question for both of you does somebody like him for example that is 26 six and doing this does you does your body develop in a different way like you just say like it, it look it, at it, him no, no, what i meant what i meant is like he's saying i i don't i don't cure as much as fast as i used to if there was another person with the same age, does that play the same or not really? I mean, is the sport play something in the fact that well, now I wake we, up and I feel can't. like I'm 40, so exactly. probably. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but is that, the, is that the sport that does this? I would assume so, and, and, and you could attest. My thought would be you're in shape, you eat good, you take care of yourself, right? So you're going to run – it's like a Ferrari motor, right? You, you're putting the best shit in there. It's always going to run. Or you've got a, a 350 out of a 78, you know, short bed truck <laughs> that you just put 88 fucking octane in all the time. And it, it's good for a bit, yeah. right? But, you, you know. From point A to point B. Right. So you're going to take some abuse. But if you're always taking care of yourself, you know, you're in that prime spot at all times. Am I right? Yeah. And I think, I think that kind of like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, right? If we grabbed some random 26-year-old guy. Right now, we're just pulled him in. And we're like, hey, do you do like any fighting, anything like that? And he's like, no, I'm just like a regular dude, right? Um, I'm sure he doesn't have the same injuries that I've had to deal with, right? You know, yeah. And same problems. But at on the other side of that, he wouldn't be able to do things that I can do, right? Right. So if like we had to go into a dead sprint for whatever reason, or if we had to lift a car, you know, like <laughs> we wouldn't be on the same level. Right? right. Or we might be. It just kind of depends. And so I think it's one of those double edged swords where, yeah, I, it, it does feel good to be in good shape and do all these things. But at the same time, like I can also feel the side effects of like the hard sparring. The Like this past two weeks have been like my hardest t- 
two weeks leading up to a fight, right? Mm. Those are my hard two weeks, and my body's been hurting. Now it's just recover time. Now yep. yeah. the week before the fight, just recover, relax, you know, just get a little bit of cardio in, nothing crazy. Oh, so you actually relax the week off. Yeah, so you oh, let wow. your body recover. You've been beating it up. You've been doing Shark Tank rounds, and you've just been getting hammered. Just, oh, that's interesting. So I, I would think total opposite. What's, now that the week, you know, the week off, and he's like, right. we're going to an extra mile. I mean, obviously, I don't know. And now that MMA and combat sports for that have become a uh, a real legit sport, right? Now you're getting science involved. You know, now now that there's money, now that there's brains that have been doing this for, I mean, you think about the first UFC in '93, right? And you think about now where guys know. I have an injury here, but we can still work on this to retain your injury. You know, I, I, I love the way the sport is now and, and people that are coming up. Um, it's heartbreaking as a big fan, you know, because all my OG guys are kind of come to tell end. But it's it's amazing to see guys that are that are coming up now that have shown if, if you're a good striker, but your grappling's not that you're you're not gonna make it. You got to be good at everything right now. Very well rounded. Yeah, yeah. You and, have and, to be. and they've always said that he's a well rounded fighter. Everybody has to be well rounded in in order to make something of themselves. So uh, I, I respect it. Motto and motto. It's to me, it's the greatest sport ever. There's no excuses. My team didn't play well. You know, this is it's all on you. So I say I, that all the time. I'm like, dude, I love soccer. You know, I've always loved soccer, grew up playing soccer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you, what I got here? you have a card in your wallet that says you love soccer, for God's sake. I didn't get that card. <laughs> when you're born in Mexico, no, you no. need Polo? Yeah, get... of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you're talking about the, the water polo. Huh? <laughs> no, in Mexico, you're born to give you cleats. That's the first thing they do. Like, right? hey, <laughs> um, again, I lost it. No, <laughs> so no, you, but, you were, you were saying, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, I love soccer and stuff, and um, we played like on a rec team and stuff, and mm. that's super fun. But at the end of the day, like you could play your best game ever yeah. of your life, but if your team doesn't perform, yeah. it's not happening, right? Right. So that's what I love about MMA. It's like at the end of the day, it's just me and that other dude, yeah. whoever the better man is. So when you uh, when you go when you the, the days that you, you're training, for example, and you're doing, you know, your, your, your food and your training, when you, the days that you're not training, how do you keep focused for what's to come? You know, I, uh, I actually try to stay away from like, um, actually thinking about it. Okay. Cause you, you get like adrenaline spikes, like you, you'll get these adrenaline spikes and it's exhausting. So I've learned, you know, throughout all my years of fighting is a really good way to do it is just not to think about the fight. Like the hard part's over. I've done all the what ifs in my head. I've done all the planning. I've done all the like, this is what I'm prepared for. This is the war that I'm going into. Mm -hmm. And so now it's just time to just kind of let my mind relax, let my body relax and like day of the fight, like I'll always go watch a movie or something. Like, oh, really? I'll, 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 I'll like go eat breakfast, like get a good breakfast in the day of the fight, you know? And then I'll like go maybe play some video games, just kind of focus on that and then go watch a movie. Like just do everything except think of the fight. Right. You know? I was, it's funny. I was just going to ask him, is that, is that like a person that's about to fight? Does he go, does he go to the mall or is it like, you know, from home to work to gym and like, you know, 
And now he's like, oh, I'm going to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, though. Makes yeah. sense. Just kind of like, don't don't get those adrenaline spikes. Learn to control. Like, do you like that combat style breathing? Just keep everything nice and chill. Then when it's game time, when you're warming up, now it's all right. Now I'm thinking about what now, I'm going to do. Now, have you learned to do this or you've been like this yeah, since the beginning? So I had to learn to really channel it. Because when I first joined wrestling when I was 12, I would get so nervous that I would throw up before matches. Oh, nice. It was awful. It was the worst. <laughs> I was more nervous to throw up than to actually wrestle. Wow. I was like, man, I don't want to throw up again. And then before a tournament, I'd throw up and then I'd freaking go wrestle. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm fine. You know? <laughs> no, it's so dumb. And so after like wrestling for so many years, I learned to kind of control it. And then getting into MMA, I didn't have that throw problem, luckily. But my first fight, man, I trained so hard for that fight because I was, I was, I'll be honest, I was scared. I was like, right. I don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely. And then I go fight this dude, and I was gassed after two minutes because the adrenaline. Just adrenaline dumped. dumped yeah. Oh, the adrenaline dump hit me so hard, and I ended up beating the dude. Um, but I was like, I never want to feel like that again. Right. So I just learned about a lot about like combat breathing and kind of learning to control it and uh, just kind of relax. And then I started getting to this routine of like, oh well, now the week of the fight, I'm more relaxed. Don't think about it. Just do whatever. Um, then it turned into watching the movie the day of the fight, just kind of relaxing and. So that's just kind of how it went. Besides MMA and obviously uh, being a law enforcement officer, I mean, what else do you do? So I just recently got into drawing. Oh, no oh, shit. Dude, I thought he was going to say drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, that doesn't help. Does it? <laughs> <clears throat> no, drawing's, drawing's pretty cool. I, I, It's weird because you would think like, at least I thought I had this like thought of if I start drawing, I'm just going to be thinking about like my problems, like the fight, like everything else right while I'm drawing. But like, I'm just so focused on like making this part perfect to then this part to then this part that it's like, I'm not thinking of anything else except wow. drawing. So it's actually been pretty cool. It's, it's been super relaxing. How, how often have we said both of us, like we should get draw. Yeah, like dude. I could draw. No, do you but, know like, how to draw? You're teaching yourself. How God, to draw. no, I did not know See, how to draw. Thing. I don't, I could draw a stick figure and it would be crooked <laughs> one leg longer than the other, you know, it's just all weird. But, but I've been watching a lot of videos and just kind of following tutorials and stuff like that. Oh, and so I'm like slowly getting into the process and like it, pencil drawings or are we talking like, like digital uh, drawings, digitals? like okay. on an iPad. Oh, okay. nice. nice. So it's been, it's been cool. Well, I have to use the back button a lot, right? the, the race button a lot. So one day maybe on a canvas or something, but yeah. for now it's a lot of erasing. And it's so crazy because now, I mean, I'm in the process of getting a, a tattoo finished. And now, the, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, you know, you, you draw it on a piece of paper, then you put it into that paper that's going to get... Transfer you know, paper? Put, yeah. Yep. And, and nowadays, this last time I went to see my guy, he was like, oh, I'm working on your design. And, and, and it's literally on an iPad. And yeah. he's just like, he was eating chicken, you know, chicken fingers while he's just doing my thing. And I was like, this is just crazy how... But I just, like I said, like I said, we always talk about it like... I, I I love drawing. I just I, I never learned. And yeah. my little brother, awesome. My uh, stepdaughter, awesome. But it's just like I never. And we always ask people, "Can you teach yourself, or is this something you're born with?" Cause yeah, I, I I I definitely wasn't born with any drawing abilities. <laughs> um, but I would highly recommend like watching like YouTube tutorials, okay. and they kind of teach you like 
shading and like whatever you want to learn right if you want to learn kind of like more like paint style or like uh just like straight line uh like building design stuff like that and i'm a little too ocd for the building design one (laughs) um but uh it's 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 cool i like it a lot so the big question and this is the other side of the beehive the the biggest question uh mma related that we could even ask on here there's a an unwritten law that a lot of fighters talk about and i want to get your opinion you sure. know you're you you've been around the game do you have sex the night before <laughs> or are you one of those guys that believes you don't drop the down she's all whoops <laughs> <laughs> dude can you imagine he's like i'm actually a virgin get my papers next week <laughs> no so i i used to think like oh you stay celibate so you think about it right so so you, i used to think like you stay celibate you save yourself for the ring Ooh. right um but then, like, <laughs> bust a nut for your opponent. You're like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, am I wrong though? This is a this is a word that goes around, thing. right? It's a thing. It for really sure. is a thing for sure. Like before, like big games or like people like yeah. are like, I won't do it. Like I got to save like we whatever do testosterone. We do the yeah, we go in that bathroom <laughs> over there, take care of ourselves. So <laughs> there's a reason we sanitize everything yeah. before we came in. So <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> But, <laughs> the Clorox smell, I swear to God. It's the Clorox, not cum. It's the real Clorox. <laughs> Should have brought my black light. <laughs> um, but I, I don't really believe in that anymore. boy. It's just kind of like a, <laughs> you do what you do. Like, I, I, it won't affect you at all. Eric, Eric, he was the same way, right? No, no, he wait. He says, I wait. And then when I'm done. Yeah. Sammy's all, yeah. Yeah, but they also do shit in front of each other. So it's like, relax, dude. You know what I mean? I've always, and it, it's always mixed reviews. Some guys are, some guys aren't. And I've always wondered, like. Uh, but I never heard it anywhere else than just MMA, though. I think that's where it started. I just think that's where everybody started talking. But I, I always wondered about professional, like, football players and basketball players. I How remember there, Phil? there was a rugby movie. That the guy, it was when I was in, uh, I was in junior high uh, on the wrestling team, and I went to go train with the high schoolers because my brother was on the team, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing like a movie or night or whatever," so we go, and it was a rugby movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but the girl like gets up on him right before like the biggest game of his life, and she like comes up on him, and he goes, "No." not until after and that i think that's when it like started going in my mind like oh like is that a thing wow so but is it is it proven or not really or is it just it's all all faux pas i think it's i don't think it's proven that so choice well they say like a a testosterone dump right and then your body builds up so i i don't know how it works i've I've always been curious you know how sex works For some reason, I have two kids, but however that happened, I still couldn't tell you how. But, but uh, no, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Like I said, I just never heard that it's been like every any other sport and just this. And, it, and for some reason, it makes sense in my head, even though, like we just said, that it doesn't make a difference. Like for some reason, in my head, for for MMA or boxing, I was like, yeah, I can see that. But if all I want to do is running on a soccer field, and it's like, I don't see how that affects me, but I don't know. I don't know. Do you see Shop getting his... His hamstrings when he, oh, yeah. he raised. Jeez. You, uh, you know who Brandon Shop is, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, listen to his podcast? I don't. No? 
I should listen Get to more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I uh, he he just raised one of his buddies, and he's like, I don't need to warm up or nothing. And they just spring, and then he <laughs> both uh, tore both of his hamstrings. Yeah, <laughs> in a one hundred meter race. Wow, you no, know, but uh, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> age, dude, age. Oh, it does age. it to you. It does it to you, man. Yeah. Like I would love to be twenty six again. Oh, could you imagine? Should we race? I'll race you. <laughs> I'll beat you. I'll smoke your ass, dude. Sucker. What did you do? Roll around with people. Ran as a white kid. I ran my whole life. Look how little I was, dude. I'm a brown kid. Dude. All I did was running. <laughs> <laughs> he just got it. Look. <laughs> Yo, uh, f- uh, favorite song to come out to? Um, I don't have a favorite song, but I have Wrecking a favorite Ball. band. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I listen to Slipknot a lot. I'm a big Slipknot nice. guy. Nice. I, uh, I wanted to go to Europe to one of their concerts when they went on tour, and that was way too expensive. Uh, you know? Not, <laughs> not, not Fest just got announced. They don't um, come here? It's not. They're going to uh, Idaho. They're coming as close really? as Idaho. Yeah. When haven't, is that? Haven't, um, pull it up. It just got uh, got announced. Um, I believe. Um, what's that? That uh, that really hot chick, but she's weird as shit in this moment. Mm, and this moment, um, yeah. I think Butcher Babies are on there too. I've actually never heard of Butcher, butcher Babies. <laughs> I've never heard of them. Really? Yeah. So, oh, <clears throat> Got to see these chicks. All right, <laughs> Brian. Brian, Angels all Brian, is hook, Brian is hooking it up right now. <laughs> Slipknot, huh? Every Slip time, not. same no, song. Not no. every time. I listen to some Disturbed before coming out to fights, but uh, uh, Slipknot, Disturbed. I think those are the only two bands I've walked out to. I really? thought that I, I've, I've said this on the podcast before. If I was ever going to fight. I would walk out to Dig by Mudvayne. Mudvayne's that, good. Oh, that fucking that. oh man. There it is. Uh, coming to a city near you. Just, um, just like not, but not Salt but Lake. Not Salt Lake City. Uh, yeah, f- see if you can find the uh, dates. Yeah, well, hold on. But why going to why going to Europe? They're, they've never been here. No, they had. It was just like back when I was like planning on going to a concert and stuff, oh. and they just so happened to do like a tour in Europe, and I was like, maybe I'll go to Europe. And then I realized that was a very expensive trip to make for a I concert. Can imagine so. Oh, they don't have the dates released yet. I just saw them. So yeah, right there. Um, Green Bay. Well, that place sucks. Hey, <laughs> place is trash. Uh, Cleveland. Um, I don't see anybody saying they're going to be in Idaho. Yeah, you're high, dude. Is that Arizona? Cleveland. Little Rock, Little Arkansas. Little Arkansas. I swear to God, dude, how come they I don't come, dude, swear to God, no, the bands I, don't come here, dude. I, I swear to nuts. God, I had seen one uh, the other day, but may, maybe I'm wrong. So, yeah, speaking of bands, speaking of Latin bands, you know Mana, Mana, mm-hmm. that's my favorite band in the whole time world, in the whole entire world. They're good. They just got. I like how you you guys say it, like, Mana. I say it, and it's like, well, you said that wrong there, bud. Get your shit <laughs> like, together. We don't know who that is. Yeah, so, <laughs> but they, they just uh, uh, Alexis, all what? <laughs> they just had a residency. In California, they sold out like the first. I want to say ten shows. Wonder why shows? that is. I'm sure. I would love to go see them, dude. Yeah. Last time they played was was in Vegas. It was like around uh, my birthday, I think. I was like, I want to go, and then I didn't go. And then COVID says, 
Hold, Hold my, my bat beer. soup. Hold <laughs> my bat soup. And then we need to have going. Yo, as a police officer, and, and for both of you, um, how has COVID changed your procedures on how you do everything? I mean, you guys, that's got to be in the forefront of your mind every time you approach somebody, right? Yeah. So it was a big thing when it first came out, right? Obviously, like they were like, um, you we're not responding to certain calls or we're going right. to just take them over the phone unless it's like a real emergency and stuff like that. Um, you're wearing masks everywhere. Uh, and, you know, you have gloves and if you ever touch someone and they're positive, now you're getting de- decontaminated and then they got to put you on like a leave for like a certain amount of days. So it changed a lot and they didn't want us doing what we call proactive work where we're like looking for people and doing, making stops and, mm-hmm. you know, catching bad guys. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't want us doing that. They said, Hey, no proactive work because that's just more contact with the public. Right. So it was, it was a, it was a big uh, turning point in how we did things for a while and things have starting to normalize a little bit more, but now with the new like Omicron variant or whatever, it's starting to kind of get more restrictive again. So no, I mean, here's, here's the question too. Uh, If you arrest somebody, Mm -hmm. do you guys supply masks? Were you just driving with a guy that? Yeah, so the jail would has masks. Um, so we would like put them in the car, drive them to jail, and we have like our window screen. But, but in now between he's in car though. Yeah, and we would have a window screen in between us, you know, and t- we're supposed to have our masks and then our gloves oh, okay. and everything, and uh, driving to the jail, and they won't even let them in without putting like the mask on first, and then we put the mask on there, yeah. and then take them in, and then they do what they do. I, were you? Were you a? Uh, uh, <laughs> she's not looking. Were you a cop in New York or just here? No, just here. Okay. I was going to say, what's the difference? So so back to the Slipknot conversation. I don't know if it's not fest, but they will be in Colorado Springs June June 9th, uh, Napa, Idaho, June 11th, uh, Seattle, Washington. Props to you, B. What the fuck I'm talking about? uh, On June 17th. This is why we pay our producer. This is why we have. (laughs) Hey, he's a DJ for your. uh, Parties and baptisms and shit. Yeah, nice. if you have a Napa, <laughs> Idaho on June 11th. Ooh, a day after my birthday. Let's roll. Ooh, Ooh, I don't like him, Idaho. Guess we're on Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like him? Whatever's no. closest. <laughs> Colorado Springs might be closer. I don't know where Napa, Idaho is. So. Yeah, I don't know. Idaho's just right here, right? Uh, Napa's a little bit more north. More north. Uh, Colorado Springs is probably actually a little bit closer. Huh. Yo, um,. What about your fa- is your family here? Your parents? Yeah, so my immediate family and like my first cousins. So what do they think and feel about this whole thing? Oh, they love it. Do they really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so my my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom's. She's always super supportive, and I'll always see her cheering and like yelling, recording with her phone, you know. Um, but I guess she has said otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> And then the first fight that I got, I was like, you're not stressed. She's like, oh, no, I'm praying for both of them to come out safe. She's supposed to pray for me. But so like my dad's super supportive. Like he used to do like Kenpo karate. Oh, no shit. So like bare knuckle like tournaments. Yeah. And he's he's like all about that stuff. Is that what? uh... No. No. What what am I going to say? Bruce Lee. No, 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 no. (laughs) The other one with the fucking ponytail. 
Oh no, you're thinking uh, of uh, God damn, what's his name? You're thinking of uh, not Jean Claude Van Damme. No, you're other... thinking about the weirdo, the fat one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, you're the. Um, uh, we ought to be hung by not knowing the it. Only, the only the guy with the ponytail, black hair, ponytail, beat the shit out of everybody. It's like the dude. It's like on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Nobody's getting out of this room until we figure out what the fuck is this guy. Look up Under Siege, for God's sake. And that'll say... Yeah, if I go sit on the toilet, I'll remember it. That's where all my thoughts come into my head. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. God damn it. Is that what he does? I don't think so. I think he's Aikido? I don't know what he did. You can look it up. Aikido? What do you say your dad does? He did Kenpo. Kenpo. God damn it, dude. What are we looking up here? Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. And martial arts. Just martial arts. Uh, isn't that uh, isn't the same thing that uh, the singer from uh, Van Halen? Haley Roth. Yeah. Doesn't he do the same? Um. So it looks like he's uh. Oh, keto. Yeah. Keto. Seated. Uh, he does a keto and eats keto. See what I'm saying? And he has and, a couple of ketos. Uh, go to images. Let's see how uh, Mr. Steven Seagal is looking these days. <laughs> you could probably just get rid of uh, martial arts and. Uh, oh, he's. Oh, he's. Uh, he's thick, isn't he? He's seen better days there. <laughs> Look at this thing, dude. Ooh. <laughs> you know, Brian knows which one to go to. <laughs> I think that guy asked me for some money at the gas station the other day, actually. <laughs> so is he an actual badass? Or that's all? He was back in the day, but I think he was not like, uh, I don't think he was like Jean-Claude Van Damme badass or Bruce Lee badass, but I'm sure he could probably kick 99% of the world's ass in his prime, maybe. Ooh, what's that, Steven Seagal and uh, Charlize Theron? Those uh, earrings are god-awful there, ma'am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same as the glasses. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, look, he's got a bandana for COVID. Hey, uh, favorite uh, martial arts movie? <sighs> That's a hard one. I would probably say... Me and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched that one, the, the like the live action one before one of my fights. Oh, did you? The, yeah, the live action one. Did you beat the shit out of the guy. Is that the vanilla wise. Yes, we ought to walk out to go ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> um, God, what's that movie? I I was just about to watch it the other day. It's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, the boxing movie. Uh, oh, Warrior? No. no, 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 no. I was going to say Creep. No, Not it's creep. the boxing movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. I was going to watch it the other day. Brian's already on it, dude. It's like one of my favorite movies. Brian's on I'm sending an email. But I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Southpaw. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good movie. I love it. Yours? I think we went over this. Oh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport and the best of the best. The original the best of the best that had, uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Uh, the fat brother of the... What's the crazy one that went and interviewed fucking uh, El Chapo? Pratt. Uh, what, what's his fucking name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. It used to be married to Madonna. Yeah, what was, what's his name? Mm. Best of the best. All right. 
no, I know what cast. you're talking about. God damn it, dude. We're so, so, no. We're no, out of it. it. So, that was yeah. probably my favorite uh, martial arts movie as a kid, but Bloodsport, the original Bloodsport. Yeah. The movie? One? Yeah, the original um, movie. 89? Yeah, bet your ass 89. <laughs> Brian's giving Chris, us, Brian's Chris, giving us uh, all the... It's not Chris. What's his name, Chris? It Chris is. Penn? It's Chris Penn, yeah. Um, Sean Penn's brother. Sean, okay. Chris okay. Penn's dead. Yeah. Um, boy, he looked rough there in that picture there. But <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. No, he was he was a... James Earl Jones is the coach? Yeah, man, that was a... That was a fucking. If you've never seen yeah, Best of the but Best, Chris do you? Penn was the badass. No, oh, okay. he was just he, like the. Because he looks talk. like the promoter. Like, every one of those movies has like the shit talking fat yeah, guy. Yeah, that's yeah. like, he was that guy, right? Well, maybe that's why he's. Had dead. the good, the, the good <laughs> jokes. Oh, cocaine was rough on old Chris Penn. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea that was Sean Penn. That's the one I was thinking, Sean Penn. Yeah. What about you? Uh... I don't know which. To me, growing up in Mexico, uh, Jackie Chan was sure. to me was really like, yeah. He was big down there. Yeah, because we didn't get Jackie Chan until like Rush Hour, right? Or the Drunken Master. There's some good movies. You no, know, he got dude back when he was like everything. Was, I mean, I don't want to insult him. What is he Korean? What is? It? I don't, no, I have no idea. Is he Chinese? Is he? I don't Ooh. know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what language does he speak? No, no what is he? <laughs> I would assume whatever he speaks, he's probably that. So, <laughs> no, but I just like in Mexico, yeah. I was like, that was like my shit. And then, and then you know, you start growing and, and you start realizing that he did all of his stunts, and you're like, holy yeah, shit! He's from dude. Hong Kong, so. see Hong Kong, we're all off on that. Yeah, yeah sorry, hmm. but oh, he's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 60, Jesus Christ, seven years. Old. Oh damn, he's sixty-seven. Yo, he looks like he's eighty-three. <laughs> well, there's a point, and well, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stay out of this one. So let's move on to the next one. Speaking of old age, we lost meatloaf. That's true. Meatloaf, you know meatloaf. No, oh dude, you never heard. I would do anything for love. Oh. You remember that song? Yeah, no oh, song. I won't do anything. I do that. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. She's a little bit older. She'll probably know. Yo. <laughs> Here comes the boss. <laughs> All right, I got to go. He's going to show up with fight already beat up. <laughs> do, you, do you do any fighting? Do you? She, she, she's trained some jujitsu. She's oh, gone nice. to my nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I would assume as a, as a cop, it's a, it's a great thing to know, though, like to be able to, to have some good ground control. And uh, yeah, I, I was actually on the Domesticated Savages podcast last night, and we we're talking. Oh, you're about doing the rounds then? Yeah, right. and so we're the we're uh, we're uh, talking about how it helps in the law enforcement world, and it honestly it helps de-escalate situations so mm-hmm. much, and helps you use less force than yeah. you need to. Like imagine one guy knows what he's doing, taking a guy into custody. Maybe I hit him once, take him to the ground, cuff him up, right? If you got two or three guys that don't really know what they're doing, it's going to be a dragged out fight right. where they're yeah. beating the piss out of the dude, right? Yeah. So it's just one of those things where every cop needs to train. That's always been my opinion. And every cop needs to be physically fit. And unfortunately, that's not the day and age we live in right now. Right. So. So you, so you knowing all this thing, is there one of your buddies who are like, hey, so what do you do when I do this to you? And you're like, fuck off or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> well, what do we do here? It's like, dude, go to the fucking gym and find out. Like, like we, we, will, we will teach you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't teach you in two seconds. It's, it's like, you'll just hit, forget by tomorrow. Secret, right? You teach too? Yeah. So um, 
I'm actually one of the assistant defensive tactics instructor for the academies. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I teach a lot of the new recruits when I can. And, uh, um, at Jeremy's gym, I don't coach or anything like that, but I always help out the other guys that are there. Mm. Nice. That's gotta be cool. Cops, man. You guys got a, the, t- ob- the toughest job in the world, right? Like there's uh there, there's a certain breed of individuals that become law enforcement officers. And the other side of the beehive, we are, we are all about uh, our law enforcement officers. And uh, thanks. Oh, thanks thank for you. everything yeah, you guys so do. Much. We, uh, we appreciate you guys going out there and, uh, Keep an order on that shit. Yeah, I would love it. Yo, were you guys somewhere when they did all the uh, all the stuff in downtown? Were you guys around the, with the riot? Yeah. yeah, we were both in the thick of it. Oof. Yeah. Wow. God damn. It was it was a uh, it was hot for a minute. With all those burning cars and everything. <laughs> all that gear <laughs> on. I was, was warm. Answer me. I was like, is there a sort of fires? I was gonna say that. <laughs> then he got you, it. Could you imagine the podcast stories? Oh, dude. Maybe you need Too to come many. back for another that has nothing to do with MMA. <laughs> all it is is cops. <laughs> do you watch cops? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, oh. can you... Yo, how about walking out to bad boys, bad boys, <laughs> what you gonna do? It's not a bad idea. I got it, dude. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> the judge? Shit, <laughs> come on. I thought about coming out to a mariachi, mariachi band, too. There so you it's go. Like, oh, dude. Just like Canelo does it. All the... Oh, geez, all the all the family, I was like, what? Did we lose you? No, I, said, I went, oh, he's a canal. I'm just like, yes, not, right, not a fan? No, no, yeah. No, yeah. in uh, my opinion, pound for pound, the greatest boxer Best ever. boxer yeah. ever. Ever. Who's ever. your favorite uh, MMA fighter? Um, So I'm a huge fan of Dustin Poirier. Okay. Huge fan. I just like his like grind mindset. And you can't question that dude's work ethic yep. ever. That dude's just one of those dudes that'll grind to the top. And if he loses, he learns from it and just keeps grinding forward. Can, is it safe to say the... Uh, the biggest heart in MMA too, like the biggest. If you were to pick a role model in today's MMA, that's the guy right there. Definitely, with all right. his uh, like charities. Uh, charities yep. and, in yeah. your opinion, because obviously we we already talk about this, and and I, I I agree with what he has to say. But what do you think happened? He lost the last one. You know, um, I talked about this on the Damage Plan podcast mm-hmm. too, and Zach Partridge made a made a pretty good point. He said, you know, sometimes you just don't have a good day at the office. And that definitely wasn't the best Poirier we've ever seen. (laughs) And I think that was just one of those days that he just didn't perform how he should have or how he needed to. And Charles Oliveira did perform how he needed to. And that's a dangerous dude to not perform well with. So I think that's just is what it is, right? Charles has been a dark horse for a long time. He's got better and better and better. And now we're seeing... Look how many fights the guy's had in the UFC. You don't think, and he's been around for a while, but you look at it, you're like, holy shit, the dude has fought everybody, and he's got better and better each time. And I, I thought Dustin had the better of him in the first round. Mm-hmm. But the second round, I think the game plan was like, okay, well, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, it it happens, right? So. Sure. I, I definitely would have liked to see Poirier do a little bit more off his back. I don't blame him because Oliver is such a dangerous dude to be on the ground with that it's it's one of those things that you don't like you're almost damned if you do damned if you don't yeah. right and unfortunately it ended up with him getting submitted either way so it's just kind of one of those things like well what could have happened if he would have tried to scramble or try to stand up with him again like you could play what if games all day but 
it's just it went how it went. Are you are you watching? Go ahead. Because no, I was ahead. I was gonna I, go I was ahead. gonna ask if you're watching the uh, the fights. Yeah, I'll watch them. You are. Yeah. What do you, who do you got on the main event? That's a hard fight. It's a pick and fight, isn't it? <laughs> That's it's a pick and fight. So hard. You you got the arguably the hardest hitter. Mm-hmm. In the game right in now, the world, against probably. <laughs> probably the most technical heavyweight yeah. that we've seen at this point. There's only one other heavyweight that I've been able to see that moves like Cyril Gain, and that's a guy from my gym. Really? Yeah, I'm oh, painting wow. a target on his back, obviously, by saying he's going to walk through the heavyweights in Utah. But he's going to he's going to perform really well, I think, mm-hmm. when he fights. Um, but they fight very similar, yeah. and Cyril Gaines is the only other guy that I've seen a heavyweight move like that. It's insane. Do you get Do you get help from from uh, from the other guys at the at the gym? Do you are, like if you want to stay late, for example? Do they go? Hey, I'll stay with you and work on some things or whatever. Oh, oh there's the- always like cause obviously everybody's in in a different path. Everybody's training for different things, and we're having an earthquake right now, but. Is, is, is there somebody that's always going to say, no, I'll stay and I'll help you all, out? Or all the time. Yeah. We're, we're a family down there at Elite Performance. Like, um, like they're my extended family. I've been with them since I was 17. And like I said, I consider Jeremy as like a second dad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she can attest like last Friday night at like 8 p.m. I had like five or six dudes show up to the gym to help me train. And wow. Like, right. they, what, like what are normal people doing on a Friday night at 8, 9 p.m., mm-hmm. right? Like they're out partying, having fun, hanging out with their family or girlfriends, whatever. And podcasting. these dudes, yeah, podcasting. <laughs> um, but they're, they were in there just getting rounds with me, just helping me prepare. And, you know, I can't thank them enough for all their hard work. And I'd be willing to do the same thing for them. Beautiful. What's your uh, <clears throat> What's your BJJ ranking? Uh, I'm a purple belt. Right really? Now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are legit then. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> Justin Rice likes to wrestle with all the MMA fighters. Yeah, so here. we'll move this out of the way. Yeah, sweet. We'll get out of here. It. We'll get this. step on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we had <laughs> Rob? And I just kept putting. It's obviously, it's a joke. So You're I just Rob kept Eastman. Doing so he. Uh, he <laughs> I just kept saying, you know, he, he wants to challenge you. And right in the middle of his conversation of whatever, he was talking about his gym or whatever. And then he looks at Justin. He goes, so, yeah, if, I mean, if you want to roll, just let me know. And, get, <laughs> and Justin's like, hey, I don't want nothing to do with it. It's a brick shit house. And I was like, well, this guy's talking shit. So I didn't write that cash. He did. Or that check he did. So, Well, well you guys did say that. You'd beat me up in the past, right? Yeah, but you'd so yeah, you'd, you'd, you didn't know if you'd like to oh, handle, yeah, handle the ta- it. The tables have turned, huh? And <laughs> hey, that's my joke. So guess what, bud? <laughs> so is, is this is this you? And tell me if it's not. But I was just looking at the. That is me and Casey Radden at the Ooh, Maverick Center. That was that hard fight that I was telling you guys about. It just punching. Look at that dude's face. Remember that's that? a beautiful shot. In fact, we ought to we ought to. Print that? Well, I, I don't know if you get in trouble for printing that out. And have you signed that for the Beehive? That oh, yeah, is that's, fucking that's not an issue. Oh, you can always bring your gloves. Me. Yeah, I can bring some gloves. <laughs> Oh, we can buy the gloves. You can sign. Yeah, you just got to sign them. That's <laughs> all you got to do. I'm not asking. Do do, it's not charity. Right? I'm sorry. Do, do, you, do you do anything with the gloves? Are you kind of like, oh, I'm this No, or... so there's only been one card where uh, usually they take them back. Really? Um, but there's only been one card. It was for uh, RFA versus Showdown. Um, oh. That show card, that that was like the last big showdown fight before oh, like it right. turned off. And um, but 
that one they let me keep the keep the gloves and that was pretty cool i thought that was pretty cool but do you do anything with them or they just go in a box or no there were like with all my other stuff like my belts and my medals and trophies and stuff but i keep them all, all right, kind of nice. like tucked away it's not like on a wall or anything oh i would i would put that shit on, on my front yard you know how they have those book <laughs> things where you can take a book and give a book no i'd have a shrine <laughs> i would <laughs> be one fucking medal in there so i would use the most open mitts dude yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> driving gloves and shit <laughs> Just put him out to shovel snow. So we, because uh, um, so Eric, I mean, I know that uh, the gym that he goes to, he's a team link. Yeah. Uh, every time, every time he fights, they they take him off and they hang. But it's not the gloves, right? It's the the wraps, the wraps. Yeah, exactly. cut the wraps. Yeah. yeah, I kept the wraps for my first fight, and then after like a year or two, I was like, that's kind of gross. And then you I could threw, smell them when I you walked in the room. Away. She's all get rid of those. Get rid of those. <laughs> they, look, they look like those those glue sticks with the with flies. The flies. <laughs> But these ones, they can fly freely. Yeah. We're just here for the smell. So what's uh, what's the plan for this year? Obviously get a big win here on Saturday. That's the plan. And then uh, two, three fights if allowed? Yeah, so I would like to fight um, probably like two or three more times before the end of the year, uh, preferably three, um, and then just kind of see where the, the career's at at that point. Um, I know Dana White's contender series is a pretty big yeah. thing right now. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of see where that goes. I mean, Jeremy's obviously got so many connections in the MMA world, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's not Jeremy's connections that help get you those fights. It's how you perform, how you perform, right? How you perform. So you could be, you know, 20 and zero, but if you're a guy that just freaking wrestles <clears throat> someone to the ground and holds them there the right. whole time, like nobody wants to watch you fight. Yeah. Nobody cares. Great, you can hold a guy down, you can yeah. wrestle him. Like, that's great. People like to see exciting and fun fights, and that's what I try to put out every at, single time. So. At the end of the day, it's it's entertainment, right? Yeah. And everybody's got to remember that. Uh, you go out to win, but um, sadly, in today's MMA world, you've got to make a name for yourself by... Uh, uh, you know, I don't need to tell you. It's just, it's, it's an odd world now, right? Yeah, and I, I think a perfect person to kind of... Uh, you know, um, talk about and that subject is Chris Mutino, right? Yeah. Comes in kind of short notice, takes a beating by Sean O'Malley, but dude's super exciting. Cause he's just walking forward, <laughs> trying to dish it back out and just won't quit. Made like 90 grand off that one fight. And now he's freaking, now he's like a Instagram star. Yeah. And- so that they, I can't remember the exact number. So when he walked in the cage, to the point where he walked out of the cage that night, it was like an astronomical amount of fucking yeah. followers out of there. Uh, do you remember Green Hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a fucking monster, just a fucking zombie, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I think I think that's one of those things. Like whether you win or lose, if you're someone fun and people like to watch you, like you'll you'll go far in the sport, right? But you can only take so many of those. You can take only, you can only take so many beatings. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have one more question to ask you, sure, before you kick out of here, and then uh, we'll chat about the fight, and uh, we'll get you on your way so you can go uh, uh, get back out and go eat something. You're gonna, gonna go. Yeah. Go eat yeah, something good. Something, yeah. Like some 
chicken, some chicken, shitty a little chicken, bit of rice. some boiled shitty chicken, and <laughs> breathe some air or whatever. Well, my weight's good, so I'm eating good right oh, now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the other side of the beehive, mm-hmm. we ask every guest uh, this question. Um, this is all about getting in touch with your inner man side, right? Maybe <laughs> teetering on the... Uh, the gay side a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your man crush? That's a hard one. So many. Who's yours? Yeah, Just see? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's how we are. There's so many of them. We have people here that feel uncomfortable with that question. Like, oh, like, it usually is a pause. Like, yeah. uh, wait, what did you just yeah, ask see? me, motherfucker? I didn't let's, sign up for this. Let's erase this episode. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I feel like... Probably Tom Hardy. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. This is where Brian pops Yeah, this is there. where Brian's got his shit together. This is where right? Brian, Brian types Tom Hardy sexy. And He's already, you, and, he then already get, has, and then you get all the... Look at yeah, that. Yeah, see, it's go. already in there, right? That's a, that's a man right there. That's Why are right, you staring dude. so you, hard? You, you, go get, <laughs> you go get yourself some. The guy from Venom. Yeah. Oh, he did. He He's just Bane. Did he did Warrior, Bane. 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 Bane, not yeah. Bane. Yeah, Bane, Warrior. Yeah, he, he also she's did. She's all what? She, that, that one movie uh, <laughs> with the with the the English crazy dude. He's bald. Um, crazy, um, like it's based on a true story. Oh, what's his name? Crazy Ball. Um, yeah, so he was in the movie. DJ he, Bible he Brian. played the actor. That was such a good movie. Oh, um... It's on the tip of my tongue. Wasn't the guy that had all the personalities, was he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? Uh, and it was a runoff of uh, the Bruce Willis and... Uh, oh, I know exactly where he was. He's crazy as fuck, and he had like 16 yeah. personalities. And he oh, would just smash people, and then yeah. he'd get naked in his cell yeah. right before the like guards would oh, come in. Oh, just yeah. gonna make it hard to fight Can him. Can you go to his movies, B? IMDB. Legend? No, it wasn't Legend. Legend. It was, oh man, what was it called? It's on the tip of my tongue. (laughs) I like how Brian just leave this for us to get a boner (laughs) while we're thinking about movies. No wonder our brain's not working. (laughs) I brought a jacket. (laughs) We got it. (laughs) Oh, Uh, shit, that's funny. Well, we never figured out what it was. Oh, Brian is the brains of this thing, which is the clowns. You know who gets me hot and bothered? Frank Grillo. I don't know who that is. What? Do you ever watch Kingdom? Yes. Oh, yeah. Frank Grillo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's a solid one. Yeah, Frank Grillo. That's a I mean, solid 50 one. 50-something years old. He's a dime piece. <laughs> yeah, he gets me going. Uh, a legit boxer. Yeah. Um. So it's... Uh, Capone? Yo, Bronson. Was, that's right. Bronson. Yeah, that's right. That's a good that's movie. Right. You should that's watch right. it. If you haven't seen it, that's a good movie. Bronson. It's to the left and then one up. To the left. Oh, you're on the left. My other left. Oh, right there next to it. Yeah. Next to it. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. That's a good movie. Hmm. Who's your woman crush? Oh, we like to keep it classy. Who's that? Uh, classy. Notebook. Yes. The what? Also legally, I mean, not legally. Bond, uh, mean Girls. She's like, mean Girls, Notebook, uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's, okay. Uh, no, okay. She's classy I know lady. Right oh, okay. okay. I get it. Fast. Or, I'm trying to pull them up right now. Oh, which one? 
Blake Lively. Ooh. And you know who yeah, she gets yeah, to yeah, fool we'll, around we'll, with every day? We'll take her, man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey let me smell there. your fingers there, ma'am. <laughs> 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 Dude, I really hope that you're having fun because we're having a blast. Yeah. And this is exactly what we want when it, co- when it comes to fighters, which is we want to go over you over everything you want to say, but we always want to have fun. Boss balls. That's yeah. all we do here. Uh, where can they find you at, man? So you can uh, look me up on my Instagram at Johan Rubio MMA. Uh, also on Facebook. I probably won't add you, though. You know. I'm not, That's a, fine. not big on adding people on Facebook. Not you guys personally, just like people. Ooh, look at I, don't, that. I don't add people that, that I don't know. Dude, I think I'm changing my man crush. <laughs> mine, mine is uh, uh, Brad Pitt, by the way. Brad Pitt. Yeah. That's a solid I'm one, too. I'm also a classy lady like her. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> no, uh, Johan Rubio MMA. Uh, if you want tickets to the fight, fiercefightingchampionship.com. Yes, yes. Just uh, FierceFightingChampionship.com. Click on tickets. Super easy. Just look at my picture or any of the other pictures of the fighters. Click on who you want to support. Um, we get a percent- percentage of the ticket sales and stuff. So far, we're leading in sales. So. Nice. nice. Hell yeah. yeah. And, and that's a big thing that a lot of people, you know, we uh, the fighters we've had on here, we've uh, we've kind of let them know that if you, if, if you want to support a local fighter, Go through them to get your tickets because it's a big bump. I mean, it's 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 a big deal through anybody that's trying to push tickets. And I mean, you get a guy like you that pushes a shitload of tickets. It's a no brainer for Fierce next time they come, right? So yeah, yeah. So it helps promote me, and people think like, um, oh man, this guy's super sellable. Like, yeah. Let's get him on a card. Let's get him a good fight. Like, yeah. not just some bum. Like, let's get him a good fight that people want to see, yeah. and yeah. not someone that you'll just walk through. Like. I so like how that guy's fun. like, hey, you're going to take your clothes off? He's like, no, I'll do it for my suit. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Looks like yeah, Carson Hardman. Yeah, Carson Hardman. <laughs> um, Instagram handle? Yep, Johan Rubio MMA. So right here, it's going to show. Yes, sir. <laughs> on the video. <laughs> Johan so you know. Rubio MMA. <laughs> we'll put his Instagram there handle right <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angel? You can find me on Angel Severa on Instagram. Actually, Facebook and Ange Cervera on Instagram. Uh, Brian, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at Chocolate Lounge Friday, Saturday nights. Uh, DJ Bad Boy Brian. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, OnlyFans. You, you have Twitter? <laughs> you have Twitter? Yeah, yeah. You Twitter. use it? No. Who uses Twitter? Who has? It? I, I heard Twitter's the only thing that's worth looking. And I hear this from you is porno. That's why I have a Twitter. Oh, okay. Well. I like don't a, have a Twitter, but two and a half minute clips. I'm like, that's all I need. There you go. <laughs> uh, there's your girl right there. Good choice. Yeah, congratulations. Go to the very end Good one. Choice. The very end one where she's standing with. Uh, you'll have to scroll over. It kind of. There you go. Oh, she's pregos. Is this your pregos again? I think she just had the baby. Yeah, two, huh? Probably beautiful children. Oh, dude. Have to be. Dude, God damn. Got the beauty mark. Anyway. Uh, uh, so Jander, Jander <laughs> Sim 68 on the uh, the gram. Follow us at the, the other side of the beehive. Uh, go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Hit the notification button. We load every Monday video, and you never know what's going to pop up. Um, January 29th. Fierce Fighting Championship. Um, good luck. Thank you. When you uh, get a fucking, uh, what, what are you calling? 
Uh, I'm not even going to say that. I won't even say that. I was going to say knockout or choke out, but <laughs> we won't even go down that road. When you win, we're buying you a beer. Sweet. Hell yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Get a hold of them. Get some tickets. Thank you so much for having us. Thank Both you. you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. And thank you for, for what it. you guys thank do. You. Also, it's pretty badass. It's awesome. It's an honor yes. to have you guys here. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to say before we go? I'd just like to give a shout out to my sponsors. If that's yeah, all right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. We'll put them right here too, right? <laughs> <B>? <laughs> all right. <laughs> we got a couple, so. Um, first, to pay me more. <laughs> Uh, firstly, I'd like to thank Elite Performance, best MMA gym in Utah, raising killers, teams coming up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, water and wellness, always taking care of me and my boy Walter down there. If you guys ever had their water before, Mm-mm. alkaline water, anything like that. I was that. raised on well water, so if it's anything like that, right? It's Justin hasn't had water in years. Yeah, so. yeah try, try, try the, the water. I'll get you guys cards that'll give you like free gallons of water oh, and hell stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. Walter down there, he'll take care of you. Spit my name out, and they'll hook you up. Hell and yeah. Best water, best supplements. Water, nice. water and wellness, he said? Water and wellness out of Mill Creek. Great. Um, Damage Plan MMA podcast. Oh. Super good dudes. They're the ones that uh, kind of help sort my shirts and hoodies and oh, yeah. get all my logos together to help. Never heard of them. You know, branch out to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, they actually hooked it up this time. They got me a banner and everything. Wow, like, cool. Super good dudes out there, and... They're getting bigger and bigger. Shout, right. shout out to Jason and yeah, Zach. They're for, the ones that hooked this up yeah, as well. Yeah. We've uh, had them here. They've too. been on the podcast yeah. and uh, love those guys. Um, but We want to fight them too, right? You, you well. take. I'll take. Jay, well, I mean, it don't matter who you're giving. They're going to be the shit out of me. Anyway. <laughs> they're, they're also commentating. The card, so so it 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 is on pay per view, right? So if you can't go, get on. It's like twenty twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, I think, before and then twenty five. I think twenty five the day of. Yeah. Um, So no reason not to watch this card. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then Rockwell watches Johnny down there. Super good dude. Yeah. Very 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 uh, pro first responder. Oh, military, cool. yeah. very good man, and uh, always helping me whenever he can. And then, last but not least, Body Temple Athletics, and they've been helping me a lot with my mobility and um, Muscle Yogi. That's her Instagram handle. She's uh, uh, her name is Heidi. She's very smart, knows how to like work with uh, all different types of athletes. And if you want to get fit, if you want to get strong, if you want to do competition, she's a great person. Sorry. Now, last but not least. Uh, <laughs> Spartan Trades. Nice. Um, look them up on Instagram. Great, great wealth of knowledge when it comes to like stock trading and stuff like that. Very good people, always supporting, and uh, I'm super happy to have them on the team. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. This is your home. Whenever you guys need, whenever you guys want to come out and hang out with us, let us know. And are we good? We're good. Until next time, take care of yourselves out there, and we will see you on the other side of the beehive. Say peace. Peace. Sexy. Peace. <laughs>